This is Voices of Color, a writing podcast, and I am Tom J.K. Johnson. This is Sebastian Barzi. This is Mary Jones. This is Alan Bennett. And I'm Adriana Serrano. And today we are coming to you and we're going to be talking about writing processes and more specifically outlining versus pantsing. There's a lot of controversy in the writing community about which is the better way to outline your novels or your work. But we're going to, I guess, hopefully try to settle it here today. For me personally, I am an outliner to the core. I can't, I can't write my novels without having pre-planned in some way. I'm the same way. I have to outline, especially when you're working on a series. Yeah, it's really, really important for me when I'm working on uh, multiple novels. I'm not at all. I'm so bad at outlining. It actually really frustrates me. <laughs> so what's frustrating about outlining? I personally, like, I know, like, what major things need to happen in my story. And most of the time, I don't know what comes in between. So trying to outline what's coming in between the major points, just, oh, I just can't do it. <laughs> what about you, Sylvester? I guess I'm, like, the on the outside, I don't really plot as much as I should, even though I am writing like two series at once. I just have like a basic outline when it comes to my writing. Um, I only outline um, if I'm doing longer form things. Like if I'm, I'm writing a short story or flash fiction, I just kind of go with it. Otherwise, I don't plot to within an inch of its life. I just kind of figure out all of the major things that are going to happen and leave a little wiggle room just in case I change my mind in between for the smaller things. Okay. So if you do outline, how do you go about outlining? In a brainstorm, pretty much. Whatever idea, I just kind of pull it down and, and write it, set it aside for later and just kind of see how it, see how it fits in. If it doesn't, then I discard it. But eventually I, I tend to after I get a bigger picture of what's going on, then I'm, I'm better able to organize my thoughts and put it all into like a cohesive timeline. Mm -hmm. So do you write these things down or you just keep it in a mental collection? I keep it in a Google Docs file. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Anybody else? I planned my series from the first six books. I knew that I wanted the first one to be the introductory story and for each book after that to expand into a bigger and bigger story until it actually ends up into like this big epic kind of universe. So I planned everything out from all the major scenes to all the characters that will be introduced and when. And once I've done the outline, I do my Bible for the characters and then that's when I start putting the story together. Okay. So and that just I don't know. That always sounds crazy to me because it felt like <laughs> when I tried it, it always felt like I was putting way too much effort into plotting when I could have just been writing. And it just kinda it just I don't know. I I know that I'm getting work done whenever I try and sit down and plot because I had to try and plot my wife fantasy with my wife. So I know I'm getting work done, but my head's telling me I could have been done with this like two, three, four hours ago. That's really true. And there's um, the world builder's disease. 
that a lot of writers um, <laughs> fall into, myself included. <laughs> I love outlining. I love coming up with the world and it does detract from the actual writing. Mm. I don't see it that way. When you start a business, you, you plan a structure and then you implement. And that, that's the way I did the, the, the outline. I knew how I wanted the story to go. And so I just planned it accordingly. The key word there that you said was implement. You can spend so much time planning and outlining that you'd never actually implement, like you said. So that's mm. where what I was talking about with the world builder disease. You just get so wrapped up in the planning stage that you never actually start writing. That's a scary situation. There's <laughs> nothing taken away from plotters. Uh, I envy and admire plotters. It's just something that just doesn't really fit with me all the time. I'm getting better at it with like Scrivener and stuff. I break down things in the scenes. But when I normally go into something, I love Scrivener. Yeah. I'm just addicted to it now. <laughs> I, yeah. So if you guys I know my ending. Oh sorry, go ahead. I know my ending and I go from there. I know my ending, like my middle and who my characters are. And then from there I just I keep going. But yeah, I, I wish I had like six of my books plotted out and probably make things a lot easier. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to pause and we're going to get a couple of tips from our editor. Oh, we're getting a couple tips. Sorry, I only have or one. Or a tip or whichever tip you have. is <laughs> uh, Okay, so well, I only planned one, but it's basically that even if you are a pantser, which I really kind of am half pantser and maybe like a little bit outliner, you should at least make an outline to track your progress because it's a roadmap not only for you, but also for your editor. So mm. I've learned that on the writer side more so than my editor side. But as a writer, like working with my editor, I didn't have an outline. and she needed one from me. So even if you're not an outliner, make what I call like a skeleton outline, which is just very basic. Go through your chapter and it's even better if you do it as you're writing. Write down the major things that happen in that chapter just as a roadmap because you never know what happens. I get really confused a lot and I forget what I've written. So just having that roadmap is really good for me and it's really good for your editor. That was excellent. That was really good. I, I definitely agree with that as a outliner myself. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, agree. A, roadmap, a roadmap definitely helps, especially if you're building a series, because it's mm -hmm. nice to have like a little book Bible for each book. So you don't have to go back and read to figure out what color eyes so-and-so was or what happened in chapter definitely. four. Yeah, go, and going back and having to do it afterwards is probably one of the most painful things. I had to do that with my first book. I had to go back and make the outline that I didn't have. And I'm not sure I've ever experienced anything worse in my life. It was <laughs> so horrible. I hated every second of it. <laughs> but lesson learned. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every writer, I mean, has a little bit of both. I feel like there's people that very organized and can definitely sit down and plot to the conclusion of your series. And then there's just 
I feel like most panthers just have a small sense of plotting. I don't think anyone just sits down with no clue whatsoever. <laughs> I kind of consider myself a pantser and an outliner in the fact that I pants my outline. <laughs> I, I, it, it comes to yeah. me in... <laughs> I have to I have to give myself some kind of leeway and so I say that I pants my outline and the outline is never really set in stone so even while I'm writing there are times when I'm like oh no I like this idea better so then I'll write that and then I'll go amend my outline yes I do that all the time I call it giving myself room to derail because guaranteed I will derail so (laughs) but thankfully an outline is flexible and you can just go in and delete what you had and fill in what you actually wrote exactly Mm -hmm. I see it as a ladder Uh, like when I outline I'll have all these different steps but then sometimes I do dictation because I have a long drive so I'll dictate scenes and then an idea will pop up and I'm like oh that's awesome I think we're gonna put that in there so I just have to decide on which steps to, to slide it in between. <laughs> okay. So let's uh, slide into talking about pantsing. So <laughs> I mean, we've, we've already been talking about that. But um, how do you guys really define pantsing? Is pantsing something that's, that's I guess, heavily um, defined that you, that you really know what it is or it's just something that happens as it happens? I feel like it happens as it happens. Yeah. Um, I think of a, of a story that I, I wrote that woke me up out of my dream. I had no idea what was going to happen from one scene to another, but I just kept kept writing it. And after a while, I was able to pare down the, the essence of the story, but I just kind of reformed the whole thing with no outline. Mm-hmm. So I just, I kind of think that it just, it happens. And uh, for those of us who are not as, as organized as others like it's it's ideal so does pantsing affect your writing in a greater way or i guess in a a lesser way than outlining does well it just it gives me a bit more leeway to to follow certain rabbit holes like i don't like feeling like something has to happen like if if i have a thought that something might happen but as i get there it's not clicking. I like to be able to allow myself to say, hey, that's not working. Let's just explore this instead and, and, and go with it. may not have an idea of what's going to happen from scene to scene to scene, but I know that it's better than what I had before. So I don't know. I just, like I said, I just kind of reform it and go with it. Okay. Anybody else? When people start forgetting that their outline is flexible and that it can be moved. Some people have a set end goal and then when they get stuck somewhere in their book, they just, they stay there for a while because they're trying to make it work to that point instead of just pivoting and going with the flow or something. I write a lot of horror, so I know someone might need to die. I might not know who. (laughs) I'm going to die, but someone's going to die. That's, that's how it is. And a lot of things change. And even when I was doing an outline with my wife, I had to, had to like break away from her 
and just let the story develop because she was kind of set in stone like no this was where we're supposed to go and i wasn't about to rewrite a chapter so we wasn't going there (laughs) i think that's you know what with like what both of you are saying like that it kind of feels like freedom and maybe it's a personality thing where like for me, if I have it written down sometimes, like when I tried like strict outlining, I felt like I really had to do what I'd already written. So that's why I like stopped and then decided pantsing was a little bit better, but then realized that maybe I could just make my outline as I pantsed. And that way I wouldn't forget because I needed the freedom to say, okay, I know they need to get from point A to point B, but I have no idea what what that means. Like, I know this major thing needs to happen. And I know this major thing needs to happen. And what needs to happen in between? Like, I have no idea. So I'm just gonna let the characters do their thing. And as they do their thing, I'll write down what their thing was. So you can pants it, but still keep track of yourself. If it's just part of your personality and just how you think of it, because I mean, some people could look at pantsing and just think you're going wild and you think it's a hot mess. Yeah, it's a yeah. hot mess. And then you've got this <laughs> finished product that you need to like go all over again, which happens and stuff. And then some people look at plotting and feel like they've invested a lot of time in building the structure when they could have just been. Yeah. The chaos works for some of us. So. It, it just depends how you are. Yeah. Okay. So as we're talking about this, a really uh, good point it has come up, I guess, in my mind. Pantsing and outlining have absolutely no meaning whatsoever if you don't understand story structure. Mm. So you can be going along pantsing your way through a story, but if you don't know which beats to hit to make it a rounded story, then you're just pretty much wasting time. And same way with outlining. You can spend weeks, months, however long it takes you to outline a story. And if you're not hitting the correct notes, your story with all its planning is gonna fall flat. Yeah, that's really true. Like, you know how they say like, you can, you gotta know the rules before you can break them. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. definitely good to, to know what you know to study up on story structure and know how to make an outline i think and know what a story is you know quote unquote supposed to look like and once you know that i mean go for it break the rules and and do what you want but make sure you know the rules first yeah i definitely agree with that makes sense you definitely have to understand the overall concept of building a story and then you have to know exactly what your genre consists of like what tropes what are the key things that you should be getting if you're gonna advance you should at least know the middle it's knowing where where the audience expects you to zig and you zag instead and it's kind of how you keep them on their their toes like it it shows that you have an understanding of story structure but still we're going to play with this a little bit yeah, exactly. So I've pantsed uh, a few stories before, and the issue that I always come up with is that my middles are kind of kind of murky. 
I don't really know what's going to happen in the middle. So I just throw in a bunch of events and hope it sticks with the beginning and the end. Do any of you guys um, experience anything like that? Hmm. I've experienced that a, a lot. So. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> so how do you get past that since you are a pantser? Being stuck in a like pointless middle? Is that? Is yeah, that like how do you solve that? Like, I feel like because I write like zombie fiction, it's just kind of it's not working. I feel like the chapter's moving slow or I'm not getting where I need to. Then I kill somebody. That's what happens. So I'll, or I'll throw something at the main character. Like, if I just, if I really don't have a plan for the middle and, but I know how the end's supposed to be, then I just, I try something different. And if that doesn't get me exactly where I wanted to, I'll just kind of tweak it. And I try a lot of things. I don't okay. Know. I like those, like, surprise moments or... Like those moments where you felt like you were going one way and then totally new idea just pops into you. And that's that's something that happened with me in my first book that I pantsed and I felt like the the incident that happened changed the whole vibe of my story. And mm-hmm. those moments are really cool as a writer. So when you don't have an outline and you're continuing your series, do you have to then go back and flip through the books you wrote before to get those key details that you might have forgotten or were you able to just barrel through? You have to go back and it's all... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for me, I've had a, the first time I had to like go back to my book and see what I did. And then after that, I decided to make like a book Bible and I'll write down like my characters or at least the characters that are going to be essential to the series and a short bio of them, eye colors, things like that. And for each book, I'll probably write down the key events. So basically like the middle, just things that I know that I might need to revisit this in like book four or something. I'll make it. Okay. So, does everybody feel good about uh, everything we said here? Anything else to add before we wrap it up? I think it's a good idea, whether you outline or not, to at least do a Bible if you're working on a series. Because when you're working on multiple books, it's kind of hard to remember small details like what who one person specializes in or what color somebody's eyes is, you know? Yeah, that's definitely true. I have a huge Bible for, for my series. <laughs> okay, so. Answers that are listening to this. I'm sorry if I did not represent you the way that you needed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to come into this guns blazing and then like maybe I should have outlined this a little better. that was i know that yeah we were like yeah pantsers and then we end up like oh man wait maybe i need to outline a little (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, guys. So that's all that we have for you today. This has been Voices of Color, a writing podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. Awesome.